Welcome to Victorious Living. So it may not seem fair for God to judge all of mankind with Adam's sin, yet mankind confirms their sin nature when by their own sins that they commit. And so something had to be done. Jesus had to come. Jesus had to bear that. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us, the word of faith has been settled in heaven. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the word of faith has been settled in heaven. I ask a question, how many of you believe that God is able? God is able to what? He's able to do what he said he would do. He is able to do that. But the question is then, will he do it for me? And so sometimes people add that in there. Yes, God is faithful to what he said, but will he do that for me? Which does not speak to God's character, but speaks to my lack of belief or believing. And so we all, I think, perhaps have said this in our prayers or uh, in reading or whatever. God, I want to please you. You ever said that? My desire is to please you. I want to walk in a pleasing way unto you. But then your confession denies the word. Then you're not walking in a pleasing way. So Hebrews eleven six, I believe it is. What does it say? For without faith, it is impossible. Not improbable, but it is impossible to please God. So we speak out of this side of our mouth and then we speak out this side of our mouth and they clash. Amen. And so we cannot expect God to be moved by clashing words. He looks for those of us who will plant our feet upon the word of God, our life on the word of God, our words on the word of God, our worship on God, and all the other things that we could add to that. So if we say, if a person says or feels that living by faith is hard, God will never change his mind. That would be denying himself. That would amount to denying himself if he changed his mind. What's he saying? That that I've spoken to you needs to be revised and, and it is untrue. So if God were to do that with himself, then he would not be truth. Or you would not know sometimes if he's telling you the truth. How many of you believe that God is truth? And that truth was revealed in Christ Jesus. So when Jesus died as man's sacrifice, he paid a ransom price for mankind's freedom. When he died on the cross and the punishment that he absorbed and bore on the cross as he took my sins, as he uh, 
took my iniquities. He took my weaknesses. He took them on himself. He took my sicknesses and he took my diseases on himself. He suffered that. For what purpose? So that I, so that we could have the freedom of not bearing the burden of those things that he bore for us. He carried them away. He carried them away. He carried them away. He cast them away. And so we see then that uh, even if we say or feel that living by faith is hard, God will never change his mind. That would be denying himself. When Jesus died as man's sacrifice, he paid a ransom price for mankind's freedom for the law of the power of sin and death to be broken over us. When sin and death was dominating our life, Jesus came on the scene. When man's uh, life was dominated by sin and death, Jesus came on the scene. And what did he do? He didn't come just to show us he's mighty, that he's powerful, that he can turn the water to wine, that he can walk on the water. But what did he come to do? He come to set me free. He came to liberate me, to liberate me from the curse, liberate me from the curse of the, of, of the Mosaic law. He come, he come to set us free and give us freedom in this life. Amen. And not only in the day to come, give us a place in heaven. He came to free us and bring freedom to us in this physical life that we are now living. Amen. And so when Jesus died as man's sacrifice, he paid a ransom price. He ransomed us. He paid the price for us. Thusly, he bought us and brought us back to himself through the man, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we ought to thank Jesus every day of our life. Amen. And it should never be dictated by how I feel. It should always be dictated by what I believe. It should not always be dictated by what you have experienced, but even though you've had good experiences, it is, it is dictated by what he said. I have based my hope, based my trust, based my faith upon this Jesus in whom I have a living hope. And now I add my faith to it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. And so Romans chapter five, verse 12 says, wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world and death by sin, that that is spiritual death that he makes reference to, not physical death he's talking about. Although, you know, if we live long enough, we'll (laughs) die physically. Don't make sense, does it? So wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world and spiritual death came by sin. Man was dead in his spirit. Man and woman was dead in their spirit. So wherefore by one man, Jesus, sin, I'm sorry, wherefore by one man, Adam, entered into the world uh, a death by sin. And so death passed upon all men for all have 
sinned. So if you think you can make it on your own, you ever get mad? Did you ever bless somebody? No, you don't bless somebody up. Did, did you ever criticize somebody? <laughs> what I'm pointing out here simply is if you say you haven't sinned, you're not telling the truth. Boy, that went over pretty hard, didn't it? <laughs> Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world and spiritual death by sin, somebody had to ransom you from spiritual death Amen. because you, can, you couldn't, we couldn't, mankind couldn't redeem themselves Amen. because they could never be good enough. Amen. Okay. Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world and death by sin. And so death, spiritual death, passed upon all men for that all have sinned. Amen. So it may not seem fair for God to judge all of mankind with Adam's sin. We can say, we can say Lord, I didn't do it. I wasn't around. But it may not seem fair for God to judge all of mankind with Adam's sin, but we were born after the nature of Adam. That's with a human nature that was susceptible uh, to commit a sin. Okay, so it may not seem fair for God to judge all of mankind with Adam's sin Yet mankind confirms their sin nature when by their own sins that they commit. Yeah. By, the own, by, by our own sins, we are confirming the sinful nature that we were born in. And so something had to be done. Jesus had to come. Jesus had to bear that. And then we find in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4, we're going to get to faith here just in a moment. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Now notice the reading of it. Sometimes we read it too fast uh, and may not get to grasp the wonderful truth that's in it. Whereby are given unto us, or we could say it this way, whereby is given unto me why don't we say that uh, whereby it is given to me exceeding great and precious promises. By these exceeding great and precious promises. Boy, I hear four or five of you. That by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. So now you have been birthed from a human nature and in the born again experience, you received a divine nature. So you've got a divine nature in your inner man and you have a human nature in your outside or carnal or fleshly man. And what's happening people, these two are vying against one another. Amen. And so with the divine nature, we are to conquer the human nature because the divine nature has God in it, has the power of God in it, and all that God is, the divine nature has that in it because I am born of God. Amen. I'm born again. A amen. 
And so uh, let me read it all to you again. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Not just promises, but Peter here calls it exceeding great and precious promises. Wow. I mean, that really sets it apart, doesn't it? That by these exceeding great and precious promises, you might be partakers of the divine nature that is in you. Amen. Amen. Having escaped by, by receiving these, these exceeding great and precious promises, I have escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So the more of the exceeding great and precious promises I receive, the greater is my resistance against sin. Greater is my resistance against, against what sin offers, what sin brought into the world. And so the new nature is made up of the particulars of God or of God's nature. I have the nature of God in me. I'm not looking out yonder for God. I'm looking inward to God for I am the temple of God. God dwells in me and I have the assurance of the promise. I will never leave you nor forsake you so my attention must be turned to my inward nature, which is the spiritual nature, the nature of God. And when I turn that inward to... It's our hope that today's message, the word of faith has been settled in heaven, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request 37. Today's special offer number is 37. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.